Good morning, you pirates. Are yeah. What's what's going on? Jordan O'Grady, Nick Burns, Connor Watchtel joining me. Paul Allen in studio here at KMSU for another edition of Maverick Magazine. Burnsy, how long have we been? How long have we been doing this show? It's been a while, right? I think it's our seventy third. Seventy third year. year. Yeah. Yep. Crazy man. Yep. My oh time my, how time has flown. I remember when you were just a little guy, young guy coming yeah. in here back in 1946. Yeah, with a full head of hair back yeah, then. Yeah, it was right? great. Yep. It's a mop. Yep. So Maverick Magazine, uh, we talk about Maverick Athletics, Minnesota State Athletics. Um, lo- still a little chilly, right? The winter, oh. winter, spring, we're somewhere in between there, Bernsey, right now. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting because although our softball team is playing indoors, here yep. at the mm-hmm. at the bubble, mm-hmm. the baseball team's going to give it a go out at the Boyer <laughs> Baseball Complex. They are. They're, they're going to give it the old college try. Yeah, as well, they would say. Yeah, a bit of a bit of um, uh, good news, bad news thing. I think in some respects with how things have gone this winter because we don't have a whole lot of snow. So some of the issues we faced in the past with uh, baseball and softball with trying to get that snow off the field so mm-hmm. we can play some home games doesn't really exist. But there's that frost in the ground, and yep. I don't know. I haven't been out there uh, to have a look around. But I'm assuming that. Uh, Bruce Lieberman and his crew out there are painting the field green. Is that what they're doing? Because I, <laughs> I suspect the grass is still kind of brown. Uh, eh? I don't know, Connor. <laughs> take a guess. Yes. Okay. So, hey, <laughs> speaking of Bruce Lieberman, uh, Connor, did you follow along with our men's hockey team last weekend in Albany, New York? Yes, you did. Okay. So we played Harvard, and we played Notre Dame. Yes. Notre Dame had Lieberman playing for him. Did was it Notre Dame or Harvard? I believe it's Bruce Lieberman's nephew. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Corey's cousin. Did not yeah, know. How that. about that? Yeah. Connections all over the place. It is a small world. I wouldn't yeah. want to paint it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, anyways, uh, we do have home events this weekend uh, with the softball team playing in the bubble and um, baseball team scheduled to play. It looks like everything's a go for Saturday, Sunday. Uh, here for for baseball. So um, before we actually start talking about those teams, I want to talk about some other stuff. Some track. Uh, I've started their uh, outdoor season, Jordan, and, and we've got a, a couple of events that are men's and women's track and field teams coming off uh, yeah. just a great uh, national indoor uh, season where our men were six and our women, of course, nat- almost crazy. Sounds crazy. These words rolling <laughs> in my mouth. We were national champions. And, yeah, and uh, we expect some similar success here with outdoor track and field, and we're underway this. This weekend with yeah. um, some things on the road, right? Yeah, from my understanding, um, I know last week we were at the Wildcat Outdoor Classic, just the throwers, though, and we had two athletes. I know Bria Perrin, and then um, I'm going to draw a blank. Already set provisional marks for yep. the NCAA yep. qualifier or national championship, as long as those hold up, depending on how many they take. But yeah, good start there, and I think we're going to have some track events this weekend. Um, they're going two different places, so I'm assuming one is throwers. Or no, that's the following week. They got a lot of events coming up. Yeah, they do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good start. The women ranked 25th in the first week of the UST CCCA poll, and then the men. <laughs> I tried to shorten it up I a like little it. bit. <laughs> you think they <laughs> come up with a better, shorter yeah. name, make it easier on right. people? <laughs> U.S. Uh, TFCCCA. Yeah. They got Track and Field Cross Country yeah. Association. Yeah. But yeah, we're already getting 
<laughs> loosening up the old arm over there, yep, Connor. Yep. But uh, yeah, um, I think we'll have find similar success in our in our short distance sprints and in our throwers. We got quality top to bottom and see how it goes. Well, it is interesting. You know, we talked about the success of track and field, and yep. and, and um, you might want to ask. Here's a question I have for okay. you, Jordan. You can explain it to me. Okay, I'll try my best. Yes. So we win the national championship on the women's side, indoor track and field. Yes. We're ranked 25th outdoors. Yeah. How, well, can, that, how can that be? And that is, well, when we were at the softball games this past week, that's what I brought up to Burnsy. Yeah. I'm like, we're not even ranked in how the men? How can that be? I was just well, not even ranked in the men. How can that be? Well, the, I know there's some different events. Yeah. That's why he that, was that, That's the only yeah. rationalization I could come up with. The hurdles in the sprints uh, mm-hmm. in particular they're, are they're different. shorter in the indoors than they mm-hmm. are outdoors. Yep. And then you got oh, more. Yeah. I mean, granted for us, I mean, our throwers are pretty gosh darn yeah, good. Yeah. So adding more throwing events. Might be beneficial to us. I yep. don't know. Yeah. You, you know. You know what, Bernsey? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Those polls don't matter. No. You know what matters is at the end. I, like, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Here's a perfect example. Darrell Mason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darrell Mason was unranked until January. Yeah. You know what Darrell Mason did at the uh, Division Two Wrestling Championships? He went undefeated. And he won the won national. The national. He went undefeated the entire season. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, our coaches. I know we look at that stuff and we tout that's. Those things, um, our teams are always in national polls, and it's uh, a great PR thing. But um, um, ultimately, it's it's what you do uh, on the field of competition, and yep. and uh, I suspect that we'll end up being finishing a little bit higher than twenty yeah. fifth on, yeah. on the women's side. Mm-hmm. I was I was more surprised with the women at twenty fifth, but like obviously coming off their first yeah. national title, I'm yeah. like that's got to yeah. put us in top ten handedly, <laughs> real yeah, easily. You'd but think, but yeah, hey. Underdog more, mentality now. More fuel for the fire, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Chip on the shoulder. I mean, yeah. uh, you know how it goes with that <laughs> stuff. Sure, fine. So, uh, men's women's track and field at the Central Nebraska Challenge in Kearney uh, tomorrow. And also, we're sending athletes to the USD Early Bird. That's over in Vermilion, South Dakota. Um, women's tennis also in action this weekend, yep. Bernsey. They're up in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota this weekend. They'll be taking on uh, Mary on uh, Saturday at 1 p.m., and then MSU Moorhead on Sunday at uh, 9 a.m. You know, kind of close to wrapping up that uh, NSIC schedule. They've got two more weekends left of uh, conference action, and then they'll uh, be going to the NSIC tournament here in about three weeks. Hopefully, hopefully, I shouldn't uh, put the cart. I shouldn't put the cart in front of the horse yet. But um, you have um, uh, the Mavericks are about kind of in the middle of the pack right now when it comes to the NSIC standings. So a couple more wins should get them should probably secure them a spot in the conference tournament if nothing else. So, but I was just I was just thinking of a, a cart in front of the horse and it uh, paints a, a pretty cool picture of a yeah. horse is actually standing behind a cart yeah. and trying to push it. Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't work all that. Maybe uh, the Clydes- I think the Clydesdale. Yeah. I'm, but how about that elephant behind the cart? I'd be worried a, a cart, a cart, a cart, a cart, <laughs> a cart in front of the elephant. They said mm-hmm. elephant could push a cart. It could, but yeah. I think it would probably trample. Could be trampled too well. What if it was the elevated cart with you know, just sort of pushing it with? The I truck? still won't want to risk it. A lifted cart. A lifted cart. A lifted cart. Mm-hmm. Spinners. Burnt Bern- Bern- is always always the doubting Thomas. You ever mm-hmm. notice that? <laughs> Dou- <laughs> we throw Thomas. stuff out there, and he's always Mister Skeptical. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, okay. so the Mavericks uh, <laughs> this weekend up in Bismarck tennis. for tennis. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about tennis, right? Yes, correct. So yeah, um, but uh, last weekend they had a couple of uh, tough uh, duels against uh, Gustavus Adolphus in Southwest Minnesota State. Lost a pair of five to two duels there, but you know, definitely putting up, uh, you know, definitely putting up some uh, good numbers this year compared to previous seasons. And you know, hopefully uh, we can make some noise in that conference tournament here in a few weeks. Yeah. So. And we're not, it's crazy. We're not that far away from the no. other um, conference tournaments as well for baseball and softball. Mm-hmm. 
I was looking at our, our home schedule and um, with baseball in particular, you know, we were loaded up uh, to play a majority of our home schedule in April. Right? No, or March, March, in March, in March, 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 yeah. And so and this, in fact, this weekend, we haven't talked about the site change, but we, this series was supposed to be at Minnesota Duluth, yep. but it's not, it's here in the tropical part of Minnesota, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try to get right. uh, three games against uh, the Bulldogs here at, at uh, Boyer Field. Looks like one thirty and 3.30 tomorrow, right, Connor? Yep, 7, seven nine inning doubleheader, and then they wrap it up with a finale at noon on Sunday. Noon on Sunday. Uh, what are we, 11 and 3? Uh, 13 and 4. 13 and 4. 6 and 2 in the NSIC. 6 and 2. Uh, Bulldogs are 9 and 9 and 3 and 2. Um, Ultimats looked really good this year. A couple new faces. Um, that Wickman, uh, we got him. Mm-hmm. He started his college baseball career at Valparaiso. I think I'm saying that right, if yep. I remember right. Valpo. Okay. Yeah, you, you know. Valpo, yep. Valpo, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then uh, transferred to Iowa Central for two seasons, and then we picked him up there. Um, and uh, fun fact, he uh, tied an NSIC, or NSIC, NCAA uh, Division II record for hit by pitches in a game last Saturday. Oh, uh, wow. Do you want to guess how many times he was plunked? <laughs> Four. Five. Wow. <laughs> the tied record Jeez. and then proceeded to um, go into Sunday because that was in game two on Saturday. Sunday, do you want to guess how many more times he was hit? Three. Three. Yep, eight times in the weekend <laughs> in the last two games. So um, big uh, young bat there for the Mavericks. And then um, Hoagie stepped up. Bachman's played his role. Um, pitching's been really good. Knowles looked unreal again this year. Everything good there, Pia? Yeah, I was. I was. I'm picking up some stuff. I was actually streaming uh, uh, the Maverick magazine on my phone there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> I heard nice. you doing that. Yeah, so no, I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> you're good, you're sorry, good. sorry about that. No, but uh, the Mavericks are a young team, and they're, they're they're I think right back where they were last year. So they just I mean it's, it's to be expected as you would know for sure, Pia and Bernsey. Uh, they seem to just year after year they just continue to know what they're working with it kind of seems like mm-hmm. i got a, I, I go back and forth um via um instant messaging with a guy named brett freelander who's a sports writer out in carolina and he's covered us when he's been to the college world series and knows a lot about our program knows a lot about division two baseball knows a lot about college baseball in the country and he checks in he checks in out here in minnesota to see how our team's doing he likes our guys he likes matt matt mogger's our coach and um respect uh, his opinion, a lot of stuff. His observation with our team, for what it's worth, is our bullpen uh, hasn't been uh, like it has been in the past. We've been average on the in the bullpen wise. We're still trying to figure it out. We, I mean, we've only played what fifteen games. Uh, it'd be seventeen. Seventeen games. I'm, yeah. I'm real, not real close to my numbers today. I apologize. You're no, you're but, good. You're good. Um, but uh, that's something that we can figure out, right? Yeah. Um. Sorry. Th- thanks for helping me out there. Sorry. sorry yeah, thanks sorry. for helping me out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pia. Yep. Um, uh, we'll have to we'll have to go back over our media training at some point about <laughs> about expanding on your answers. Um, I think you fell the number two on the depth chart there. He did. Uh, congratulations, uh, Jordan. You just being elevated <laughs> elevated to number one on the graduate assistant hot list. Up and down. It goes up and down. Yeah, every week, every week is something different. You can redeem. Plenty of time to redeem, redeem yeah. yourself. Um, so so <laughs> the softball team at home this weekend, uh, right in the middle of the NSIC schedule, right, you guys? Yep. Mm-hmm. Just getting going with that now. Second, well, 
first well, weekend first of, week, still, first weekend of NSIC play, yeah. But yeah, this is a big one. Uh, number 15, Mavericks, us, um, 18 and 6. We're hosting number 7 now, 16 we're, we're 20, and 5. We're 20 and 6. Oh, that's right. We're 20 and 6. Uh, Augie's 18 my, and 5. Yes. Well, yeah. my game notes are a little behind because of yeah. having to go out on Tuesday. Right here's, right. here's another thing for you relative <laughs> to that. And just to jump in here real yeah. quick. Uh, I apologize for interrupting you, but I am going to interrupt you. Okay. I continue to be amazed year after year how our softball and baseball teams and our other spring sports are able to squeeze in. <laughs> I mean, our baseball team, our softball team, they'll play 50 games, 60 games yep. if they go to the national tournament and play there. And it's all within like a two and a half month span. I don't know how those kids. And the thing is, they're great in the classroom. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's unbelievable how they're able to balance. And our programs are, you know, the best programs in baseball and softball and Division Two in the Upper Midwest have been for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just a credit to our coaches and. Um, our student athletes and the job that they did, but it's on with the compressed schedule that we have and, and being flexible <laughs> with the weather that you have here in the upper Midwest, which kids down in Texas and Florida and right. California don't really have to deal with. Mm. Um, it's, am- I'm amazed that, and you know, obviously I'm biased cause MSU, but the other programs, um, Augustana, other programs that have had success, uh, both softball and baseball, they go through the same thing, but it's a tribute to those kids that they're able to, I don't know how they graduate. <laughs> how do they how do they do everything? I just it's crazy to me what they do. Like Yeah. Uh anyways. Cause you know, there's the games, that's one thing, but they're also practicing. Yeah, we practice yeah. too. So and the travel involved. Yep. There were times where um with our baseball program not that long ago, uh where we were going out to Rapid City, South Dakota to play home games. Cool. You know? It's a long time. I just remember that it was three three years ago, I think, with the bad weather that we had up here early in the Dang. season. And uh thank God for the dome that we have now, I don't know that we'll ever miss a softball game. Well, we should never be weathered out on a softball game, a home softball game. Yeah. I think. C- certainly not at home. For that, that much is yep. for sure. Yep. So, so. that that was uh, uh, extremely beneficial to us on a number of different levels. Not the least of which is it provides some, I guess, security that we are going to play home games as scheduled, and mm-hmm. and um, that's important on a number of different things um, in in trying to have the people that follow our baseball and softball yep. uh, teams around. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with the changes in the schedule and the communication, you know, obviously with social media and our website, um, with cell phone technology and stuff, we're able to maybe do a better job of that now than we did uh, before all that came along. But anyways, yeah. there's my there's my deal for today. So back yeah. back to you, Jordan. <laughs> back to you, Jordan. Well, it, it's, it's funny that you kind of bring that up because I was saying to Bernsey at the start of the games on Tuesday, is like, I don't know how you get up for a 10 a.m. first pitch, like roll out of bed, just get breakfast yep. in you, and be ready for athletic and competition. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so big matchup early on here in the NSIC schedule. Um, Mavericks had Ward-dominated game one yep. of, um, of uh, geez. Against Concordia. Co- yep. Concordia, and then had a wild finish in seven innings in game two. Yeah, what a pitching performance by uh Armbruster and yeah. Bracken. They combined for a sh- uh, seven-inning shutout yeah. there, you know, and uh, nobody was getting a lot of hits uh, no. in that game at all. I think there were like five or six there was, combined yeah, hits. Yeah, seven total hits yeah. in that game, and uh, needed one double and some good base running to finish it off. Yeah, and that's what happened, you know. Yeah. we uh, got Casey Nickerson got to second base, yep. and uh, Sydney Nelson, I believe it was, she was the one that got the hit yep. up the middle, and... Uh, Casey slid in just under the tag. It really good a, throw by that center fielder. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought dime. it was going to be an easy like stand up uh, s- s- play at the plate yeah. or 
But no, Casey had to slide and make a very strategic yeah. slide to get underneath the tag of the catcher to get that winning run across there. In Found the a way. Yep. But yeah, so big one against Augustana. They got the bats and they got a pitcher who's mm-hmm. not quite McKenzie Ward, but nope. definitely, definitely a solid pitcher. Oh, absolutely. And so we'll see. Uh, hopefully, like we were talking on the way over, it'd be cool to see the pitcher duel, defensive battle, mm-hmm. see who can slug it out, and then. Yeah. All bets are off usually for the second game. You never know. Yeah, if you, we get the performance like we did from Armbruster and Bracken in game two against Concordia, it could be it could be just like that I mean, again. So. Augustana's uh, offense is pretty formidable, right? Uh, yeah. uh, everyone, I think, is batting above 270 in, the, yeah. in their starting nine. So yeah. they, got, they got some hitters. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, they're just a couple years removed from a national championship themselves as well. So, you know, they got that experience and they got that depth. And, you know, they're going to be uh, – they're going to be tough, you know, and they're uh, eighteen and five, I believe, right yeah, now. And I think and they they swept uh, Wayne State in their first uh, conference series, so we're both two and zero in the conference standings right now, still early. So, but um, you know, it's going to be a heck of a doubleheader. Starts at two uh, thirty on se- uh, tomorrow, yep, I believe, at the dome, and then uh, then of course we got Wayne State coming in coming in on Sunday, and that's starting at ten uh, thirty in the dome. And uh, and also we should probably mention uh, in the dome uh, there'll be Concordia is going to be facing Augie yeah. and uh, Saint Cloud in there too. I think their uh, double headers are going to start like a half hour after ours, mm. after ours do each day. Mm. So at least that's what Josh Deere said. So, but yeah, so it's going to be a lot of uh, softball <laughs> yeah. going on in the, in that dome, and then they're yeah. going to have to be real quick about it each day and tear tear yeah. the fields down, and everything like that. Yeah. So, but um, and I guess on another note, speaking of Mackenzie Ward, um, the NFCA uh, top fifty players list came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, no number associated with the players, but she's. Uh, gonna be for the pitcher award, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Within there, Coley Reese, the last one to win the player, or the only Maverick to win the player yep. award in 2017. So that's good. Uh, good recognition. They'll narrow down the top 25 in a, about a month, I think it was. And yep. then uh, June 2nd, when the season's over, they'll have um, player pitcher of the year award. So yeah, yeah. we have she's been one, top 50 players in the country. She's been dominant with her numbers. Um, 148 strikeouts, yeah, tied for 11th man. in the country. Um, she's in the top 10 of all ERA. I believe it was 9 she's to 10. So, I mean, now. she's in all of the major categories of a pitcher in the country. She's within top 12, mm-hmm. top 10 of everything. She's outstanding. Yep. Four straight pitch NSIC pitcher of the week awards. Yeah. It goes on and on and on. Who's getting credit credit for nominating those players of the week? I think I've nominated the last couple, but you, I think you got like the first couple. I got the last couple. Well, you got the double. Sharing? You guys are I, got, I got the double. He got the I got double one. Yeah, any, anytime they want to catch it was, me. And by the way, it was Sydney Nielsen, Nielsen. that got it, not Sydney <laughs> Nelson. Uh, there was a little uh, mix up there. That on wasn't the our fault. That wasn't no, our no, fault. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. No. And I, uh, I, as soon as I saw, I'm like, oh, that's not the right one. I better call the conference SID. Let them yeah. know. No, it's Sydney <laughs> Nielsen, not yeah. Sydney Nelson. Yeah, it gets tricky. And we have a hockey player too, don't we? Sydney Nelson. Oh, uh, we have Sydney Langseth, but then we have two Nelsons. We, we had an El- Ellen Nelson and a Jamie Nelson. Jamie Nelson, yeah. Where are yeah. all these Nelsons coming from? <laughs> well, it's Minnesota. A good point. Scott Nelson. <laughs> Big but that, that's SEN, though. It is. So, hmm. Well, we've got to have a couple of SENs uh, on the Nelson side. And, uh, what do you think? Nielsen. 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 Yeah, I guess. All right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, good luck with softball. Yeah. Um, at the Dome this weekend. Uh, Minnesota Duluth and baseball, just circling back on baseball, how are they and uh, the Bulldogs this year? Yeah, they're 9-9 nine and nine and 3-2 and two in the NSIC. Yeah. Um, not sure. I can't quite remember where that ranks. It's right here. imagine it would be middle of the pack. But Burnsy, this uh, spring football started 
right for the Mavericks? Yeah, practices started Back every March, Tuesday, March Thursday. They're practicing yeah. in the Dome at like 6.30, and then on every Saturday they're going to be out on the Blakesley Stadium practice fields at 10 a.m. So that's going to be their schedule going forward up until uh, April 23rd when the spring game will take place on at 1 o'clock. State Senator Nick Frentz um, has uh, made a proposal for funding for Blakesley Stadium. Did you see that, Bernie? I did see that, and it looks like, um, I think they said, uh, what was it, a $20 million project? It was project? a $20 million dollar, uh, proposal, proposal for a for $40, $40 million, million dollar project. Yeah. Right? And uh, yeah. so that would be uh, that'd be a great first step to getting this, uh, to possibly getting a new uh, football stadium out there. And it obviously would be more than likely a multi-purpose facility, you know, and everything like that. And you can host a lot of different events other than just football on there, I would think. Now, over the years, during my time here, and I, it sounds crazy, but I've been six years <laughs> something like that 36 years or so yeah. uh we, this isn't the first time we've gone around with um uh, blakesley stadium um discussion about trying to get it rolling yep and what's different about this is um a local state senator um putting together a proposal so um the issue you face with this type of thing when it comes to state funding is that there's a priority list that is mm -hmm. developed and what, you know, uh, the school has a priority list. Yep. And we've talked before, is it Armstrong that we need to replace? Yep. Um, and that's been on the list for a while. This mm -hmm. is the first time I think that Blixie Stadium has been on this type of list. And I think that's how the process works. You have to get on a list and work your way up over the course mm -hmm. of time. So I don't think the expectation is that it'll happen uh, right away. Mm -hmm. It's a process and maybe it'll be a couple of years. But in addition to... Uh, the $20 million, which, by the way, I will point out, is a pretty big chunk of change. It is. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I hesitate to even use the term seed money, but that's a, that, that's a lot of money and a pretty good place to start. You mm -hmm. still have to find a way to get the rest of it done. And I saw one figure that was mentioned in that story with Senator Frentz was a $40 million facility. Would, obviously, $20 million would be half. I think it might be... I think it might be more than 40 by the time it's all said and done. If Could it is, be. if we are like five, six years away, then with inflation, you expect it to be maybe a little bit more than that. Mm -hmm. But you'll have to find, what it does do is, is get the ball rolling. You get, finally get, it's on the list and um, it gives you time to start to figure out how you're going to come up with the rest of the money. Mm -hmm. And um, the combination yeah. of private dollars, corporate dollars, probably a little easier maybe student fees, I, I don't know. Probably easier to convince folks to... It's like, hey, do you want to contribute? Because we already got this amount. Yep, exactly. You know, it's, yep. we got the ball rolling. We're almost we're working our way there. If you contribute, we're going to be one step closer. You know, hope so. You know, yep. so, so um, yeah, excited about the possibility of um, the, the, at least the talks going on about uh, Blakesley Stadium, and that's always a good thing. Uh, um, most people know that building was constructed in 1962, and there there haven't been a whole lot of changes to it over the course of the years. We it's it's more than um, the stands. It's more than ticketing, uh, more than the bathrooms. Um, I just look at our um, staff trying to provide a good game experience mm -hmm. uh, there and, and um, what the a new stadium might do for uh, the community relative to the high school games that you could play there. Maybe there, there's been talk when President Davenport was here about maybe adding lacrosse as a varsity sport. Um, I'm not sure if our soccer program would be interested in playing there. I'm sure they would. I think they would. It'd be uh, an artificial surface. Um, so, uh, yeah, and you look at where our peers are with their football programs and there's and the stadiums. There's there's a lot of good stadiums yeah. in this uh, yeah, conference new, newer right ones. Now. So we're we're, we're due, and um, in order if we want to continue to be successful, that's certainly going to probably uh, would play a role in it. I think it on, on a number of different levels. So, Absolutely. Um, 
Women's golf uh, was in action earlier this week, 7th at the Holiday Inn Express Classic over in St. Joseph, Missouri. Next action for them is the Wayne State Invitational, April 10th, 11th, and 12th. Uh, men's golf team just wrapped up um, the NSIC preview down at Blue Springs, Missouri. We finished 9th there. One of the, it was interesting, I'm not sure, um, Ben Laffin, who's been our top golfer all season long, um, ended up. Uh, finished tied for 45th. He wasn't for the first time this year our top golfer uh, at any of these events. It was uh, Joe Adams and Jack Climate, a couple of young guys who finished tied for 32nd. So um, they'll continue their spring action at the Mule Invitational hosted by the Mules. That'd be uh, Central Mo. Central Mo. That a boy. April 4th and 5th in Saint in uh, Warrensburg. I wrote down Saint Joseph, but that's not right. It's in Warrensburg, it's Missouri. Warrensburg, yeah. um, and they're not that far away. They're a couple of tournaments away from the NSIC tournament. And, of course, uh, how it goes with a lot of these things, you have to win your NSIC tournament to get that auto bid to go to the national tournament. We've had a lot of success with our golf programs, and and, it looks like we should be right there, I think, once those conference tournaments roll around. A little news about the Hobie Baker Award yesterday with uh, Dryden McKay, our senior goaltender, named a Hobie Hattrick finalist. He's in the top three for the second consecutive year for the National Player of the Year Award. That's pretty cool. Um, also is a finalist for the Mike Richter Award, which goes to the top goaltender in the country. Um, Birdsey, you know this, right? At the National uh, Men's Hockey Tournament, the Frozen Four, which is being held in Boston next uh, week, which we are participating in. Yes. With a game against uh, Minnesota on Thursday. Yep. Uh, now on ESPNU. ESPNU. Yeah, yep. it was supposed to be on ESPN2. But got they, moved to ESPNU. It's opening day for baseball, so apparently right. we got uh, preempted by... Uh, they, they switched <coughs> because uh, the Atlanta Braves are playing, I think, that night. And they're gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be on ESPN2. I guess they are, they are the reigning defending yep. uh, World Series champs. Yep. 7.30 p.m. will be on ESPNU uh, next Thursday against the University of Minnesota. Uh, the other matchup, which goes, I think, at 2 o'clock is uh, Michigan versus Denver. And mm-hmm. the two winners will play Saturday night. The four highest-scoring offenses in in NCAA yep. men's hockey this year. Now, interesting note for you, Bernsey. Besides that, that's a good one you just mentioned. Yep. Uh, there's only two teams in the country with four players on their roster uh, with at least 40 points. That'd have to be us in Michigan, right? Us in Denver. Yep. Oh, Denver. Yep. Us, in Den- us in Denver. Um, Denver's a high-scoring team. Mm-hmm. Uh, all four teams there are good. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Of course, the Mavericks uh, uh, picked up a, a couple of uh, good wins. Out in Albany last weekend, beating Harvard and um, Notre Dame, four three and one nothing. A couple one goal games for us out there, and, and really good games prepares for the uh, Frozen Four. Um, Seventeen wins in a row for the Mavericks, uh, thirty seven and five uh, on the year. Established obviously a school record for wins. Established school record for consecutive wins. Tied the school record for longest unbeaten streak. Dryden McKay, our goaltender, has established uh, NCAA records for single-season victories. He's got 37. Uh, has established uh, NCAA record for career shutouts. He's got 34. Um, ranked second all-time in career wins with 112. Uh, just a, He'll go down as one of the top goaltenders ever in yep. NCAA Division One, And it'd be nice to see him rewarded with uh, maybe both those awards or... Uh, one of those awards next weekend. Um, that, that's Friday. Yeah, so Friday night. Yeah, you would think he, he would win one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, stiff competition, though, yep. right, as it is every Absolutely. year. A lot of good players in the country, but um, uh, we think Jordan, We think that uh, Dryden's the best. Yep. Jordan's pretty good, too.
Um, Dryden's Dryden's the best. Also, uh, that that evening, uh, Mike Hastings is a finalist for the Spencer Penrose Award, which goes to the uh, National Coach of the Year. And Wyatt Ahmed is a finalist for the Derek Hines Award, which goes to the National Unsung Hero uh, in the country. So uh, we'll have a good representation there at that uh, event, which takes place Friday night in between uh, the semifinals on Thursday and the final on Saturday. So good luck. They also named the uh, All America teams, and I think we'll have a couple guys named All American. I think Dryden McKay and Nathan Smith. I think have really good chances to be named All Americans. Going to need that, some more uh, room to hang banners down yeah. there at the mm. yep. Mayo, the clinic. Yeah, so um, it's a good problem to have, though. Yeah, CCA right, CCHA regular season championship, CCHA postseason tournament championship, Albany regional championship, and maybe another one. That was the one. Was, I mean, there's all that. I was thinking about the, just the all American banners. Like and the, and the two all American banners. Yeah, you know there isn't one up for Dryden yet. They were waiting to see. He's already a two time all American. Yeah. So uh, rather than that, that makes sense though. If yeah. when you stop and think about it, it's like well he's still playing and he's yep. probably going to get more. Yep. Three time all American. Yep. It's, uh, it's unprecedented for us. We have, he'll be our first three time all American. Um, That's just so difficult to do that in any, in any sport. To be quite honest, to be a three time all American and um, you know. Nothing short of impressive on his part there. So. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Um, just a, a great year. Looking forward to uh, next weekend. And, um, of course, uh, uh, Minnesota State has an interesting history with Minnesota. We're 7-2 and two against the Gophers in the last nine times we've played. Uh, and the last time we played, we haven't played them this year. Um, we beat them 4 nothing in the regional championship game in Loveland, Colorado last spring. So... Um, they're on a they're on a roll themselves. They've got a bit of a winning streak going, and um, along with uh, Dryden McKay and um, Bobby Brink, who's a forward from Denver, Ben Myers is also a, a finalist for the Hobie Baker Award. Ben Myers, a guy who who was on that Olympic team, by the way, in Beijing, that uh, Nathan Smith was on, and uh, Mike Hastings was an assistant coach. So we're pretty familiar with uh, those guys from the University of Minnesota. Um, Connor, I was thinking that uh, maybe you chime in here with some uh, insight. <laughs> well, I was actually curious about something. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah. Who's the last goalie to win the Hobie Baker? Because I honestly don't. Yeah. Ryan Miller? Okay. That's what I was Or Rob Stauber. Rob Stauber? Okay. I think it was Rob Stauber. Okay. Yep. Um, that's that's a good question. The goalies, you know, and and, and the Richter Award is a relatively new one. It, it's become sort of, in my opinion, like the MVP in baseball and the Cy Young. Like a pitcher can't win MVP. Yeah. I think, I think you can. Yeah. I well, think you can. Y- you could, but they couldn't you? I mean, have oh I, yeah, you 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 could. I, well, I mean, Bob Gibson. Yep. Wasn't there's a bunch of them. That didn't um, gosh. Didn't Shohei win the MVP this last year? Yeah, Vi- Viola didn't win the MVP in like '88, did he? No, he won the Cy, Cy Young. Young. Yeah. Okay. There's been a couple a couple of baseball guys uh, who have won both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so I just couldn't remember if Viola won the MVP say. or not because yeah. he won like 26 games yeah. or something like that that year. But, like you know, a case could be made that Dryden McKay is the most valuable player. Absolutely. You hear our guys. Talk and it's, uh, Mike Hastings, mm-hmm. um, um, very effusive in his praise of what Dryden McKay means to the program. Yeah. But he t- our players bring it up all the time in interviews about uh, um, Dryden providing a comfort level back there for them to allow mm-hmm. them to play freely. Exactly. Um, and he's so consistent. Uh, uh, you know, we've all seen Dryden play a lot over the course of the last four years, and you very rarely see him give up a softy. Um, it's been. And and it's a challenge, you know. One of the his detractors point out, as his detractors point out, he doesn't face as many shots maybe as some other goalies, but that is sometimes more difficult as a goaltender, mm-hmm. concentration wise. So, yeah. I don't think there's and, and his numbers are just unbelievable. Yeah. 
So I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, and there's a. It's funny because in college sports and college hockey in particular, there's east-west thing that goes on, and uh, there are a couple uh, the, the other candidates in the Richter Award are both Eastern guys. Uh, um, Devin Levi, who's at uh, Northeastern, and Yadiv Peretz, who's at Quinnipiac, and their numbers are similar to to Dryden. They don't have as many wins, but they have as many shutouts, and uh, their goals against average numbers and uh, save percentage numbers are similar. So I don't know. Um, we shall see. I don't know. Best player on the best team? That's Dryden McKay, right? So we'll find out next Friday. We will. What other people? think um anything else you guys want to discuss before we uh put this one in the bank i'm fired up yeah ex- <laughs> excited excited for a lot of stuff it looks like you're going to be able to go away connor to, to uh boston for that it's all set up yeah yeah be a nice event be a good event we'll look forward to seeing you out there uh Bernsey and jordan good luck with softball this weekend in the dome stay warm right. you guys and yeah. it's a little chilly in there sometimes yep. thank you all right thanks a lot everybody another edition of maverick magazine in the books it's great to be maverick everybody msumavericks.com at Min State Athletics if you're on Twitter. See you next week. It's great to be a